Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, in Michigan, so there are both Democratic and Republican primaries. On the Democratic side, you'll have President Joe Biden. He will be on the ballot alongside Dean Phillips of Minnesota. Also, Marianne Williamson, even though she dropped out of the race. And on the Republican side, the two front runners, Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, will be on the ballot. Interestingly, so will Governor Chris Christie. Governor of Florida, or as you call Ron, him Chris Crispy, <laughs> Chris Crispy, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, they're on the ballot, even though they suspended their campaigns. Vivek Ramaswamy is on the ballot, even though he suspended his campaign. And then a guy, Pastor Ryan Binkley, will oh. also be on the ballot. Hey. But the two we need to worry about are Trump and Nikki Haley. Now, apparently. Hitting 40% was Nikki Haley's goal. The way Nikki Haley's campaign is approaching these primaries, because she lost her home state, she was two-time governor of South Carolina, lost to Donald Trump, but I think was happy with the 40%. Apparently, the way her campaign is viewing this is she's running against an incumbent. They're viewing him as a de facto incumbent, and if she can just get some momentum. I was listening to the Bulwark Bulwark podcast yesterday with... Tim Miller, it used to be Charlie Sykes who stepped down. Now Tim Miller has the podcast, and he was speaking with Bill Crystal, and just talking about Nikki Haley's potential motivation. And they were like, if anybody thinks that she's trying to build momentum for 2028, you have to be crazy. You have to be an idiot to think that. I'm pretty sure I might have said that. Uh, because they're like, she's doing nothing but hurting herself by staying in this race. And I don't know. I mean, who knows what, what the motivation is, but she she's staying in and she'll be happy if she gets 40% apparently. I, you know, I asked that question of Hancock and Kelly when they were here on Friday. Does anything she anything that happens here and her, if she has massive losses in, say, South Carolina, her home state, or Michigan, or however long she stays in this, does it hurt her? And I got the I got the feeling from the two of them that they don't think it matters that much um, four years from now. Right. That right now it seems like it's a big deal, but people do have short memories, and I don't think it's going to completely tank her her yeah. uh, her chances um, because partly Trump is such a unique figure in politics that it doesn't matter who they run up against him, he's going to get their nomination. It's it, it, it's. I, I'm stunned that he's got that much support, but he does. And it's more than any candidate we have seen in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. So I think that once that is done, I don't think that it's really going to matter four years from now because he won't be part of the picture yeah. then. Now, the No Labels Party has said that they would pursue Nikki Haley if she drops out of the Republican race and if she would be interested. They've also said the same thing about Mitt Romney and Joe Manchin, both of whom have said no. They have no interest in running as a third-party candidate. I have no idea if Nikki Haley would. I feel like 
she would not, but No Labels has said that they would pursue her. It's, it is. Trump is an anomaly, a phenomenon, whatever you want to call it. And the Republican candidates who were up against him in the primary did Trump a favor and did themselves no favor at all by not directly attacking Donald Trump other than Chris Christie. And you could say, well, Chris Christie did it. And it was it was suicide as far as campaign, his campaign went. He effectively ensured that he would never be the Republican candidate by how directly um, he went after Donald Trump. The thing is, how is Nikki Haley or how is Ron DeSantis going to beat Trump if they never actually challenged him like they said you're in a race against somebody but you're racing each other you're not racing donald trump desantis called a lot of the indictments against donald trump the criminalization of politics haley said that those charges were more about revenge than they were about justice you are effectively making campaign ads for donald trump if you are too either cowardly to criticize Trump or you you are trying to straddle that line so that you don't alienate voters. And I get it. I don't know what the right balance is, but Christie hasn't struck it and Haley hasn't struck it. But also, it sh- I, I'm still stunned that it's even considered alienating. Why does that, if you're a voter, I would think that what's important to you should be what candidate has the best chance of in my, of the party that I like, mm-hmm. what candidate has the best chance, first of all, of winning, and then um, implementing policy that is good for me and good for people I care about. Mm-hmm. Why would it be a deal breaker for you if they criticize the guy who's the front runner? Because it's almost like it turns people off in such a way that they want nothing to do with you as a candidate. Oh, you said something bad about Donald Trump. Well, that's it. You're done. You're done in my book. I like, why does that? Why does that turn you off so somehow, much? Somehow, Trump was able to posit himself as an avatar for the unheard American person, uh, the unheard American, I should say, because when people, the billionaire, right, right? the billionaire who literally Speaks has for you. walls around his house in West Palm Beach, who lives in a gilded penthouse apartment in New York City who has never had anyone tell him no and only gotten his way and has 91 indictments against him as not remained faithful to the American people or to his several wives. They bring all this up because somehow he has posited himself as the representative of the common unheard man, the Christian uh, American who just wants good old-fashioned values. And so because it's so personal, he said, when you're indicting me, they're indicting you. When this witch hunt after me, it's really after you. They want to silence me. They really want to silence you. So it's personal. It's personal in a way for the people who are the most ardent supporters of Donald Trump. In a way that it's not for any other politician. I I can't believe that's effective. I can't believe that that an average person doesn't hear that and say, come on, man, you're not me. Because Biden... It, it's it's stunning to me. Biden and Harris, they were throwing haymakers. They launched grenades at one another during the Democratic primaries in 2020. And then you kiss and make up and say, okay, we're going to work together. With Donald Trump, there's no kiss and make up. And that's why... 
with Nikki Haley raised her hand and said, I would support him six months ago if he's the yeah. Republican nominee. Well, how does she? I don't reckon, know how you do it now. How She's called him incredibly you, reckless and unhinged. Yeah. You, you can't endorse anybody. Honestly, if you're her, just say no endorsement from mm-hmm. me because she's not going to endorse Biden. And I wouldn't if I were her anyway, being in that party. And I can't endorse Trump either. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.